0: That's joinMIDI.com.
1: From Nairobi, Kenya, you're listening to the Coza Podcast, brought to you by KUZA.com
2: well. Welcome to KUZA Podcast. Happy New Year. mwaka unaelekea ukienda And we are very excited to have you on board. Thank you so much for everyone that has been tagging along with us throughout the things that we've been discussing. One more thing you need to do, though. Visit www.kuza.com. Dot com moto motosana 2023 and we have a conversation today as well a very exciting one uh and it's about virtue goodness the question is how do I live a virtuous life and I have a team of guys that I'm going I'm just about to introduce but the thing is this we all agree unanimously that most people in life would want to have a good life ask any random person in the streets whether young old mid uh, mid-range age there they all want to live a good life and the question is what is a virtuous life what does a virtuous life look like um, globally everybody would say oh that person is especially nice or is especially good because he or she does xyz kind of thing so we just want to explore that thought and ask ourselves so how does one actually live a virtuous life and so please feel free to tag along with us as you tune in from wherever and whatever time that is and remember to definitely like what you're going to be hearing thank you so much people for joining us today we have a visitor hey, so, yes oestrogen oestrogen in the room and So we are very (laughs) glad that uh, Mungu anatupatianga, waves of mercy, waves of grace. Neli, karibu sana.
1: Asante sana. Yes, nice
2: to have you here. Um, It's nice to be here. It's nice to be in Nairobi, right?
1: (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to
2: be here, to be here. <laughs> <laughs> to be here. You go <laughs> yeah. right, Well, yes. that is Nelly. Nelly, uh, you're going to hear um from her in just a bit. Matt, uh thanks so much for constantly being here. And another interesting person that we never usually have here, Sana. You've, if you've been listening to us, you probably noticed has had his voice so much. But Gidi, uh, yeah. Karibu Sana. It's good to yeah, see in front of a mic, not behind a camera. Yeah. Well. Conversations in Dio ni be A Virtuous mm. Life. So, mm. before we even just get into the nitty-gritties of it, uh, let me ask in a very, very short, very short, short answer. we we'll see, Peleke San, all right. So, do would you say that you have lived A Virtuous Life?
1: Sindio.
3: Because?
2: Mungu wa Mungu wa me What would you say you've lived A Virtuous Life?
3: I mean... On my own strength as Matthew Elmore, uh. no. I think it's impossible for me to do it by myself. Okay. But however, through the grace of God uh. and the fact that I'm a new creation in right. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and saved, mm-hmm. it is possible. All right. But I will do want to say with a caveat, the, f- the standard by which I am called to live is equal to God's, right? Okay. I can never achieve that. So even even as a born again Christian. So technically it's 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 a yes no. It's a yes no. All right. I would say maybe compared to s- some people I'm probably more virtuous. Uh-huh. But compared to God? No. You're not virtuous. Gidi. Ushaishi e virtuous life.
4: I think ansayangu
2: matter may I yes no. Yes uh, no. All right. And, uh, I, I mean and, and it's a very interesting one because at the end of the day even the very even, even the people who say I am especially good they should do something off. And so then the goodness ends. Anyways, um, Nataka, to engage with a conversation, a few things that I want us to just uh, lay on the ground as we help the guys who are tuning in to just appreciate this thing. And we have, actually have to agree and say, for those of us who are tuning in, that living a virtuous life is not divorced from scripture. And that is why Askuza, we always keep it straight back to where it all's supposed to be. Scripture, scripture, scripture. So you guys need to help me to unpack this thing poly-poly. Question number one that I want us to respond to is... Um, what is one of the things that, um, people would, um, you know, would see as a way of living a virtuous life. And of course we talk about virtue money. People will uh, have the word morality in their mind. And so let's just try and explore that thought. How do we begin laying the foundation for this conversation?
4: Uh, so, uh, one of the ways is having moral codes Okay. and maybe to
2: moral codes in rules.
4: Yes, a set of rules. Okay. Or guidelines that you're supposed to follow. <coughs> mm-hmm. So when you say you're a virtuous, the word virtuous, when you look at its uh, translation from where it's originated, right. it means basically moral excellence okay. or having a righteous life Okay. in line with that. Okay. So when we look into the world right now, we have like the Muslim. The Muslims, they have the five pillars of Islam that you have to fulfill. Right. for you to be considered a virtuous person. Okay. Uh, when you look at the Hindus, they have like the seven deadly sins but, uh, that uh, someone called Gandhi uh, came up with.
2: Mm. Uyumahatumatumu <laughs> moja. Mm.
4: <laughs> yeah. So when you go and look to Ukiangalia, uh, uh, you'll see those uh, what he wrote about I'll not go okay. into the details. Mm-hmm. And also when you come to Christianity, you have a lot of uh, rules in the mm-hmm. Old Testament, in the okay. New Testament. Okay. And also the, the famous ones are the Ten Commandments. Right. So generally, you will find like, in the world. That's why many people usually think that we have, we have one God. Mm-hmm. That all religions are the same. Right. Because almost all religions, they they have some guidelines. They have right. some rules that you have to really follow. Okay. And also, when you look at the church history, mm-hmm. we have uh, someone called the Pope Gregory the First. Mm-hmm. In the year 590 AD, he came up with the seven heavenly virtues mm-hmm. to counter. Uh, what we call seven deadly sins. Hmm. So, some of the like the seven heavenly virtues yes. are chastity, uh-huh. temperaments, charity, which is
2: love. Temperaments Yes, Di- phlegmatic, choleric, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. We
4: have diligence, kindness, and patience. Uh-huh. So, these are seven heavenly virtues to counter what you kenye nimesema seven seven deadly sins so utajata hiyo deadly sin moja so some of the ni, nikamas last gluttony greed sloth envy wrath pride <laughs> gluttony yeah gluttony gluttony is
2: a you know dismiss watu wengi sana wale wako wako tune yeah okay. so peer
4: gluttony ni seen gluttony
2: and just for, for the sake of pulling who are mm. in, gluttony ni kukula kula kuna kukula Alafku kula kula yosanu yeah <laughs> We all agree, say, we never cool anisa, but we cannot walk kula Eat and eat, you know. eat. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. so we are gluttony.
4: Yeah, so so eonal is So right, So an organization. Some of the moral codes to Kenyatta okay. Church history. Mm-hmm. So basically, what I'm trying to say, the moral codes to like all the people in the world, mm-hmm. whether you believe in in God in Christianity, not in God whether you're a Christian or a Hindu or a Muslim, right. you know, there's a set of rules that you're supposed to follow.
2: So then are we saying in effect then that this mm. whole conversation of morality then is not just, um, you know, closed in for people then who believe in the God of the Bible? Because if every other religion then has its own codes, then it means that if they actually, to a certain extent, pursue them and live up to them, that they're mm. actually virtuous people. Like, is that what we are saying? Or
3: this is, I think... You know, why a lot of people um, have what we call universalism, like in the sense of there's there's one mountain where God sits on top of and there's different paths to get to the top of that mountain. And so so they'll look at, for example, Mm. various, you know, moral codes or calls to, you know, live virtuous living from different religions and say, see, they're all the same. So therefore, you know, we're just going a different path. Right. But I think some things that distinguish, let's say, Christianity from some of these other moral codes right. would be um, Christianity, Christianity says for us that the standard for all moral perfection is God. So versus other religions are going to be just, you, we should live this way. And if you live this way, you're going to be able now to obtain um, you know some form of nirvana. Or if you live this way, that you're now going to now somehow please God in some sort of a way. Okay. Whereas Christianity would say it's impossible on your own, no matter how, quote, virtuous you are mm-hmm. to actually please God. Hmm, because okay, we're in okay, sin. Okay. So like like going back to the first part, I was talking about yeah. how God is the standard of all virtue. Yes. You think about First Peter chapter one, verse sixteen, it says, Be holy as I am holy. So mm-hmm. there, God is the standard for holiness. We right. need to be like him. Mm-hmm. Also, Matthew five forty-eight, be perfect as your heavenly Father in heaven is perfect. perfect. Mm-hmm. Ephesians four thirty-two says to forgive just as God in Christ is forgiven. You. So God is the standard there of all virtue. He's the, he's the ultimate thing that we need to look at and measure ourselves up against. Mm-hmm. And then also going back to what I said earlier, that, um, that we now measure ourselves to, when you measure yourself to yeah. that form of perfection, right. no one can reach that level. Mm-hmm. No one is good enough to beat the ultimate moral standards that God himself has set. That's because we're sinners. Okay. We even see verses like, for example, Isaiah 64, verse 6, mm-hmm. which says mm-hmm. that um, our best and most righteous deeds are but filthy rags. Right. Right, right. And so Romans 3:23, as you know, is we've all sinned and fallen short of God's glory. Mm-hmm. So we can strive as much as we can to try to live a life that's pleasing to God, mm-hmm. to try to be as virtuous and morally excellent as we can, right. but ultimately, we're sinners. So is
2: there, is, there, is, there, is there anything much more than the seven deadly sins, or the seven uh, is it the Pope? Uh, the heavenly virtues virtues. Mm. because we need to find a way of you know like knowing that this is set apart as you said the assumption that god is on this one mountain and there are several routes to get to him so uh what like and this is probably by example or illustration you guys can just uh, indulge in that for a few moments uh what are other codes of uh i almost said ethics but what is that what are some other virtuous things that the bible calls us to do i mean is is it just all about you know uh charity blah 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 <laughs> blah is there how does the bible help us to know that virtue uh from a god perspective looks like this
3: oh um it- Marvin, there's so many things that the uh, Bible calls okay. us to live up to, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, here's just a few that are outside of the seven um, heavenly virtues of right. Pope Gregory. Okay. Like, for example, Hebrews twelve fourteen tells us to be peacemakers. First Peter four eight tells us to be loving. Mm-hmm. James one nineteen tells us to control our anger. Mm-hmm. Um, Ephesians four thirty two tells us to be forgiving. Um, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 tells us to be kind. Titus 3, 2, be gentle. Hmm. Luke 16, 10, be faithful. Um, Proverbs 12, 22, be trustworthy. Right. I could go on and on. Right, right. right. <laughs> So there's right. a whole bunch of virtues that we're called to live. up to. Mm -hmm. As Christians, we're called to live these ways. You know, God is morally excellent. He's perfect in all of these things. And if we're children of God, you know, then therefore we now Look up to our father right. and walk in his ways and walk virtuously as he would walk. we want to be like our Father, who right. is in heaven right so I mean maybe somebody's tuning in and they're probably they're, they're
2: wondering, um, okay, so what's the big deal why why, 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 why should I pursue um, some of these I think my life is just to keep it out them What are some what maybe like one or two um, benefits or reasons as to why we should be spurred towards pursuing some? you know, pursuing a virtuous life. I mean, like, what, I mean, somebody's probably just thinking, what's the big deal? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. I would say is that... I, I don't I don't, have a, I don't see a problem lying. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. see a
2: problem not bursting out in anger, so what's, you, what's wrong with you guys?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, for them, polysana. But anyways, I would say, basically, Scripture tells us and calls us to live virtuously. Um, in fact, Peter, in the book of Second Peter, which is a book that not many of us read all the time, mm-hmm. he says this. For this reason, make it's first Peter chapter one, verses five, and I'm going onwards. Mm-hmm. For this reason, make every effort to supplement your faith with virtue. Mm-hmm. And and now he doesn't just limit virtue to just that word virtue, but he names right. other virtues, other things that are morally excellent. He says, and with virtue, with knowledge, and with knowledge, self-control, and with self-control, steadfastness, and with steadfastness, godliness, and with godliness, brotherly affection, with brotherly affection, with love. Now, this is the key verse. For these qualities, those seven that he named are yours and are increasing. They keep you from being ineffective or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hmm. And so this is something that's very key. They're going to basically live in a virtuous life is going to help you now be effective for the Lord. It's going to help you live a fruitful life. It's going to help you now grow in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then Mm -hmm. verse nine says this, going back to the person, what's the big deal about lying? Right. right? Mm -hmm. Verse nine says, for whoever lacks these qualities is so nearsighted that he is blind, having forgotten that he was cleansed from his former sins. So, therefore, brothers, be all the more diligent to confirm your calling and election, for if you practice these qualities, you will never fall. Someone who does not practice virtues, in other words, Peter calls them blind. Peter says that they've forgotten their calling. I think it also may be a sign that they were never, quote, elected, just to use Peter's words here. In other Mm -hmm. words, they're not probably not believers. Okay. If you feel no urge to live morally excellent, no urge to now basically walk in obedience and walk in the same likeness as your God, right? Then you're probably not born again. Right. Very interesting. I
2: mean, yeah. you guys want to jump in? Uh, yes, Gidi.
4: Also, also, maybe to take you back, bit. Yeah, something yeah. that you, you were saying was the difference between other religions. Yes. Like maybe even when Matt is explaining, these are. Uh, I usually usually say that uh, all the religions, superficially, they appear, they are the same. Mm. But now when you go superficially, fund, superficially on the outside, right. but now fundamentally, now the basics, okay, the, year, the fundamentals mm. believe of Christianity right. now, right. that's where there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Like now in Christianity, virtues are not a means to God. Having good virtues, practicing all those things doesn't right. mean then you are saved.
2: Hey, you can be good enough, but God yeah. be impressed.
4: But now the way matters explained. After you're saved, now you'll be able to. God enables you to be able to live a virtuous life. Mm-hmm. So other religions they tell you attain you attain salvation. Let me say salvation or nirvana or other things, or moral excellence by your own works. But in Christianity, it's about faith. So that's that's the major difference. Right. So we can have so many religions with so many codes. But those, even those people, they fail. You cannot be, mm. you can even do 99, 99%, and you'll not be perfect. Right. So in Christianity, it's 100%, and we have God, the Holy Spirit, in our hearts to help us to live such a life.
2: Span into to the works. Can somebody who then does not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, can, can that person pursue a virtuous life? Passu- yeah, well, yeah, Nelly, go ahead and answer yeah, I mean, because, yeah. I mean,
1: Yes, they can pursue a virtuous life, but they won't please God in the sense that apart from God, they have no good, okay. no matter how much good they they seem to be doing, it, okay. cannot, be, it cannot be pleasing to God.
2: Right. So, you cannot, so they cannot be good enough to, to the extent where then God actually just like, yeah,
3: man, we're... We'll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's like to me some of our nyingi. Ni kama it's like pick. Ni kama ugali kubwa, right? It's nice and clean and white. Lakini una weka mafia mbwa kidogo andani inetjafu ugali yote. You know, man. Wow. Na macho unona niupe. Na wengine nauguaba <laughs>
2: ugali <laughs> oh, <no, no>, no. yu <laughs> disrespect.
3: Pole sana. Eh bwana. You it see that same white rice. Eh? Yeah, that's <laughs> <So>, all. <yeah. laughs> so
2: I'm guacamole. Yeah, burger.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, indio. But it's like you look at, you know, like let's, alright, let's say, let's say burger. So, burger. na nyama. ya burger And when you bite it, you say. Right. Nasty. Right. You spit it out. It's not good. All right. So in our own lives, we can look at someone that's not born again and say they appear very virtuous, very moral, very respectable. I trust him. Right. Right. But at the same time, it is only through Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. that we can now be clean enough. Okay. Or virtuous enough. Right. In the eyes of God. All right. I mean, that's... Uh, because
2: that's, he's the one that cleanses from our sins. That's interesting. All right. We're just about to come to you, Neil, and I think I would, I would want you to help us, uh, carry a current conversation. And I think the thing that I would want you to respond to is, you know, I mean, what's the place of uh, virtues and and sin? Does, does being virtuous um, is, that, is that the answer for us not to avoid sin? But just before you do that, for those of us who are tuning in, uh, remember to visit us at www.kusaapp.com if you've never done that before. 2023 is the year that you need to do that. So go to your uh, Google or Safari or whatever, where, where you search, and get us on www.kusaapp.com. An amazing website. You're going to get several things, resources right there. You're going to get blogs. You're going to get videos uh, that help you to learn and uh, you know understand scriptures well. You're going to get podcasts there. You're going to get uh, some answers to the questions that some young people ask even old people you know you never know these things right so you want to visit us right there and that's gonna be a good thing secondly if you have a, a smartphone or an almost smartphone and it has a store you want to go there and check out the kuza app It's the only green app has shape of a tree and the roots look like the shape of Africa so you want to download that as well same thing you're going to get a lot of stuff there and in there you'll actually get a lot of devotions that can help you to have a quiet time one of the things that you probably want to do Uh, pretty well this year so definitely check us out if you go to youtube you'll find us there You go to facebook you'll find us there what you need to do there is subscribe and hit the like button if you're not born again if you're not born again on the website top right corner you'll see the receive christ button you want to press that and there's a presentation of the gospel message you want to listen to that um if the lord convicts you um, and you say you know what lord come and save my life drop us a message right there and somebody's going to reach out to you and we'll try and connect you to a Bible believing Church. Sounds good, right? Yeah, definitely. All right, so, what we're you to wrap up a conversation. Are uh, virtues remedies for sin? In you know, idea so to watch Well,
1: virtues are not remedies for sin because right. sin is a heart issue. Okay. We are born sinners. Mm-hmm. Um, the psalmist says, in, in sin did my mother conceive me. Mm-hmm. So it is way beyond ourselves, anything we can do outwardly mm-hmm. to, to deal with the heart issue, okay. with the sin. Right. Virtues spring from what God has done for us in terms okay. of virtues that are pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. Because like Tata says, the grace of God has appeared to all men, teaching us how to be godly. Right. Yeah. Mm. So uh, we cannot say virtues can help us. To mm. stop sinning, Am I will now make us sinless? Right. Only when God works in our hearts, mm-hmm. that's when we can have virtues that are meaningful.
2: Interesting. So, uh, that, what, what, what's the place for? Uh, just be good. You know what we teach most kids are taught in Sunday school. Just be, be a good boy, be a good girl. And, and the narrative continue. I think that's one of the greatest uh, problems that we'll probably have when people grow up because we've always told them uh, just go to them poor. I mean, I mean, you see, that alludes to that. To, to you know, I mean, what, what would you say to people like us or some people who handle kids and even even just all the people that lot of you know, just be good enough until God is
1: impressed. Yeah. Because we are creating a false sense of righteousness in the children. Okay. The main thing is to show them that they are actually sinners in need of Christ right? in the simplest way that we can, we can share mm. with them right. from, from babies. We can tell them about Jesus Christ and the work that he did. It will be hard for them to understand maybe at mm. that level, right. but if they know that is the foundation of why they are living a certain life, yes. then eventually it will make sense to them. Mm. Isikwe, mimi right. They will never need God. They will never give glory to God. But knowing uh-huh. that I am actually a sinner right. and I need a savior mm. and nothing I can do is good apart from God, then it idea, even the virtues will have meaning. Isikwe, I am just good with no end. Right. I am good because the way like lisema right. forgive one another as God. In has Christ forgiven has you. forgiven you. Hmm, interesting.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I mean, yeah, you guys want to jump in on that?
3: Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. to go back with the kufundisha watoto. Right. So one of the things that, uh, like, this past year, nimejaribu now. One of my one of my uh, New Year's resolutions was to teach my son virtues. Mm-hmm. And so let, let me give you an example. So I taught him, for example, in G- the month of January, let's be peacemakers. Mm-hmm. Now, we, when I said the Bible says. Strive for peace with everyone in Hebrews twelve fourteen right. I just made we could just kidogo that verse right because he's a four right, right. <laughs> and so right. and so he was quote that verse with me and then now one of the things because. One of the problems I think a lot of us have is when we teach children, we say, you need to be a peacemaker. Right. But and we're So we're basically telling them to be more disciplined, to try within themselves now to be as virtuous as they can. And by doing that, we're emphasizing what you're saying. Right. You can please God alone. Mm-hmm. However, one of the things I realized is I kind of started trying to teach him now what I called like a mini catechism. Mm-hmm. Right. A little just kind of some questions. Right. I asked him. Um, can you always be a peacemaker? And then he'll say no, because I told him to say no. And then I say, then I said, why can't you always be a peacemaker? He says because of my sin. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, then what do you do then if you want to try to be a peacemaker? And then I told him to say, ask Jesus for help. Right. And so, so that's kind of going back to what Nelly mentioned yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Titus two eleven through twelve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It says that um, for the grace of God has appeared. Um, bringing salvation for all men, and training us to renounce unrighteousness and godly and worldliness, right. and to live a self-right, so an upright and righteous life in this present day until Christ comes. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, I'm trying to train my son to ask, essentially, grace right. from Jesus, right? In order to now, and as he receives that grace, mm. assuming he becomes born again, right? Yeah. Then now that grace can train him on how to be a peacemaker. Right. In Hebrews 12, 14. Mm -hmm. And so every month we would learn different things. So I really want to encourage anybody. Right. You know, this is not just for a little four year old boy, Mm -hmm. my son, but this is also for any of us. We cannot live a virtuous life that God calls us to on our own. So one of the things I think I would want us to encourage everybody who listens to this podcast or watches this podcast, that ask the Lord Jesus for for grace. Titus 2.11 says we do that. So I need grace now to be obedient to these commands. You call me to live this way in scripture. So therefore, I'm asking for grace. We want to live the Christian life through the power of God, because hypothetically, If we just try to now live a virtuous life by just trying to be more disciplined, right, in our own lives. And let's say you have some form of success with that. right, Who gets the glory? You do. Mm -hmm. As opposed to Jesus, who now has given me the grace to do this. Right. The Christian life would be, I'm helpless and cannot do this. I need the grace of God. Right. And so that's that now, Jesus gets the glory for that. Interesting, interesting, interesting. All
2: right, Gidi, in your own way, land the plane, patting short. What do you have to say about all these things? Just summarize it um, in, the, in the way you can.
4: Yeah, I think just to emphasize that uh, we need God to be able to live a virtuous, a virtuous life. Mm-hmm. Because when you look at how sin does, when there is, for example, when we we're in college, if there is no rule, Kama kuna rule about something, you will not you will not do that thing even if it's if it's come up Pengino for example, one of the rules, Penguin ujaambiwa, you are you're not supposed to take a food to the maybe to your room. There's no ruling in a prohibit. So you can you can do it the way you want. Mm. But the moment that you set a rule, people usually want to break it. Mm-hmm. The moment you, set, you say something, now that, that thing is wrong, now mm-hmm. they'll break it. Mm-hmm. That's why even in the book of Romans so 1, you see even people, they have broken all the rules mm-hmm. until now they're inventing new ways of doing evil. Mm-hmm. So now see, for those who are tuned in to just seek God and you'll be able to live a virtuous life, right. you'll be able to attain that moral excellence.
2: Fantastic. Nelly?
1: Yeah. The love of God controls us. Mm-hmm. Um, 2 Corinthians 5 talks about it. And because Christ has died for us, mm-hmm. we no longer live for ourselves. Right. So it is not only upon us. He has given us his spirit. He has given us new life. Mm-hmm. And it is a response to his kindness, right. to his love, right. to his mercy. Mm-hmm. We have the perfect example set for us. And even though we cannot attain it 100% mm-hmm. in this life, right. we know it is very possible right. because God at atoezation. Fantastic!
2: All right. Mm. Well, everybody, Msungu, you, you you have anything to add? Amanda? Just
3: amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs>
2: you, well, well, thank you so much for tuning in, people. So basically, what are we saying? It's important uh, to pursue a virtuous life, but we're saying virtue does not transform you. Having a virtuous life does not save you from your greatest malady ever. That is sin. And so you want to lift, you want to turn your eyes upon Jesus Christ. Yes, you might be able, you, you might say, okay, you know what, I've I've, I've I've done this and these nice things. I don't do X, Y, Z, bad things, so surely I'm good. But we're saying you are never good enough for God unless for the person of Jesus Christ and what he has done in our hearts to save us. Jesus Christ himself said it in John 15. And if you're born again, this is something that you really want to keep in mind, that I am the vine, you're the branches. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he cuts, but every branch that abides, everyone that remains in that vine says, it produces, that one produces much fruit. Mm-hmm. And, and and that is really what we want to do. Virtue comes as fruit because you're abiding. And so if you're struggling there as a born again person, i want to remain. my life just seems like it's just a whole hills and valley kind of things. So well, you probably want to abide in mm-hmm. the vine and God in Jesus Christ is able to cause you to walk in the fullness of the virtue that is calling us. Remember, if he calls you to live to a certain um, standard, then he will provide for the ability or for the power to do that. And does that by the spirit of Christ. So if you're not born again, you know what, you are trying to uh, do an impossible task. You cannot uh, be as virtuous as God would call you to. And that's why you want to visit our website. And click the Receive Christ button and listen to the message of the gospel right there. Until next time, thanks so much, uh, Gideon. Thanks so much, uh, Matt and uh, Nelly. Uh, to Anani Badai, please remember if you don't download the app, please do that, and that is going to be a good thing. God bless you. Until next time, Kuahe.
1: Thank you for listening to the Kuza podcast. Brought to you by kuzaapp.com. An online ministry with blogs, videos, podcasts, and a mobile app. Make sure to subscribe to get more content to help you grow spiritually.